14 minutes after 8 o'clock, we promised you uh, that Josh Przanski would visit us this morning here at JM in the AM, and we're making good on our promise. The school year, I guess, began for real at the beginning of September, for some at the end of August. Then it began, I guess, more for real this past Wednesday, <laughs> when everyone seemed to be going back to school on the same day, with exception, but most people did go back to school. But today, I think we could say that if the school year begins in earnest, as a very few schools give off for Columbus Day in the Shiva League community, as I like to call it, uh, because it's time to get back into the swing of things. Josh Przanski, who is the, uh, help me out here, New Jersey Director New of... New Jersey Regional Director. <laughs> Let me get my card. Hey, give that to me. Let me do it for you. <laughs> there you go. Why should I make you do it? Josh Przanski is the New Jersey Regional Director for Teach NJS. And we have uh, a website, we not Weave, there is a website, teachnjs.org, and we have emphasized over the last few months the incredible work and the amazing inroads that they've made. And um, today you have to say, Josh Przanski, the school year begins in earnest. Here we go. I think I, I told one of my kids, one of my kids asked me, how many days off do I have like between now and I think it was January. I said, you'll, you're lucky you get off Thanksgiving. That's about it. <laughs> other, other than that, we're for a big stretch of school, thank God. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Malcolm. First of all, good morning. Thank good morning. you for having me today. Uh, I want you to know this is the first Monday I've woken up. The last month. <laughs> That's right. Where I actually know that it's a Monday, that I have to go to work it, it, with all the Yom Tovim and Shabbos and, and Cholomoyd. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Jeff, very confused. Jeff, who precedes me here on Monday, said, you still work here? You still, what's going on here? <laughs> but yes, there's no question that it's been a, it's been a little bit of a different Monday than uh, what's happened uh, recently because we actually have a day of school and a regular day to tune in and to be together on this, uh, on this morning. Uh, so here we go. Um, there's a lot of activity going on, a lot of things happening. We know that you've had some successful events with Teach NJS, and there are a lot of very, very active and concerned parents out there that want to see your activities grow, want to see more and more people get attracted to the cause. I don't know how any parent, frankly, in this state can't be attracted to the cause. I don't know how anybody cannot register to vote, cannot go and vote, cannot then go and speak or be in touch in the very least with those public officials that make these decisions about what our yeshivas and schools get and don't get. I mean, it's just hard to believe that people wouldn't act, right? It's hard to believe, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> now, first of all, thank you again for having me on the air. Teach NJS is a project of the Orthodox Union Advocacy Center in partnership with 20 different day schools around the state of New Jersey and, and two two federations, uh, one in North Jersey and one in uh, the heart of New Jersey, to really bring this issue to the forefront of the Jewish community and the, real, the day school community and even the non-Jewish, the non-public school community. The fact is, and I think we as uh, a community understand the importance of, uh, of having a great educational system, and which we do. However, if you compare, like I've said this before on this station and other places as well, you have two neighbors living side by side. Mm-hmm. One neighbor is paying, the, both paying the same amount of taxes, property taxes. Both of their taxes go towards public education. One neighbor has three kids. The other neighbor has three kids. One neighbor has free tuition for their three children that go to public school. The other neighbor, who has kids in yeshiva and day school, what have you, gets bupkis, zip, $198 to be exact, per student. 20000 
versus one ninety eight sixty thousand versus less than six hundred dollars. It's just not right. It's not fair that parents who are struggling to to give their kids an education. And I should add that in the state of New Jersey, with the compulsory education law, every parent is required to give their child a secular education. Right. And I should also stress that we never ever ask for a penny for religious education. That's right. our responsibility. Right. However, if a parent is required to send their kid, uh, provide their child with a with a secular education, and a parent is paying taxes towards that uh, as part of a, being a homeowner in, this, in the state of New Jersey, then they should be receiving far more than one hundred ninety-eight dollars. Right, and in that's re- what we're bringing out to the public. Right. In reality, and I'm, and I'm not making this the pitch, but I just want to wake people up for a minute. In reality, the the government should be financing all secular studies in private schools. That's, I mean, in re- I know that's a far, it's very far from where we are now. It's a dream. And it's very hard for people to understand sometimes because it's a drastic statement. But in reality, that would be what seems to be most fair. That secular studies, which again, as you mentioned, is compulsory, right? It's, it's, it's a requirement. Uh, that those be taken care of, that the salaries of the teachers be taken care of, that a percentage of the school upkeep be taken care of, because obviously that school was founded partly to provide a secular education for the students. But all right, but we're not at that stage. At we're this not point. that stage in the United States of America. But go up to, to Canada, and they provide that. Every yeshiva in Canada has their secular education paid for by the government of Canada. You go to England. Uh, or Belgium, any any uh, most European countries, and that's how it's done there as well. The United States is one of the few places in the world where we do not, where the where the state or the country does not provide for the secular education of all of its students. Hmm, interesting. You yes. mentioned that to public officials uh, all the time. And what do they tell you? Go we'll live in Canada. Canada. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'll wait till the draft. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so the question is, what is there uh, that the United States government or the state government can provide for our yeshiva? And this is one thing that. T- each NJS has really taught us over the last few months. There are categories of items of different things that are necessary for any school that the state government is more willing to come forward with, correct? Correct. There are items right now that the state of New Jersey provides for every public school student. It's technology. Uh, right now it's a whopping $26 a student. Uh, which could be used to purchase computers or what have you. Uh, in the past, it was up to $40. It was zeroed out. Now it's up to 26 Uh Textbooks, uh, which is about 60 some seven no, it's $60 this year. Nursing, which is like $90 bucks, uh, per student, which, uh, you know, if you have larger schools, are able to uh, provide more nursing based on those uh, those numbers. Right. And this year, for the first time, uh, thanks to Assemblyman Gary Scher, who is also the uh, Assembly Budget Chairman, uh, we have have a security fund. First time? For the first time ever in the state of New Jersey. I think first, New York had that already, right? New York has, but New Jersey hasn't. And now uh, $25 per student is provided by the state for school security. And you think, oh, that's great. And it's nice, and we appreciate it. But it doesn't However, pay for much, right? This, the public school is getting $135 a student. Right. So what the argument has to be is that every child should be treated the same way. Every right. child should be treated equally. If a public school student needs to be safe, so does a private school or a non-public school student. State funding is going up, but not going up enough and not fast enough, right? Listen, it has gone up. I, I right. won't say it hasn't. Under Governor Christie, it's gone up uh, close to 60%. From uh, we, we were at 118 just four years ago, and now we're up to 198 a student. But it's nowhere near what 
you you guys in New York are getting, right. which is over $1,000 a student, or Pennsylvania, which is also over $1,000 a student. We're stuck in the middle between these two great states, and we're saying our, our message to the legislature is, listen, we like it here in New Jersey. The community is growing in New Jersey. If you look at our numbers, uh, eight years ago, there were about 21, 22,000 yeshiva day school, and day school students. Today, it's up to 40,000 really? students. That's correct. Look at the other side. Unfortunately, in the Catholic schools, they were up, uh, I think, 120,000 down to the 80s. So while their school systems are shrinking simply because uh, urban families can't afford to send their kids right. to, to these schools in our community, uh, it, it's been growing. So, you know, we want to keep it growing. It's I think it's important to the fabric of the state. If you look at a state where 10% of the uh, uh, K-12 students are non-public school yeshiva, and, uh, not, not yeshiva, they say 10% of the students in the state are non-public school students, it requires a greater investment. If you want to talk money, uh, we're saving the state taxpayers close to $4 billion a year simply by paying for our own education. So a small investment on the state's part to provide security, to provide health care, to provide technology equipment in 20, 2015 is not asking much. And, and that's what we're trying to harness the power of our community, getting the parent body, getting the community. You had a prior guest on today for Shasharis. She was saying yeah. it's not just a woman's problem, it's a Jewish community issue. Right. The same thing over here with Jewish education. It's not just a parents' issue that are sending their kids to K-12 school. It's a community issue. We want to keep our community strong. We want our kids to live here. You know, I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a grandparent now. Right? I want my kids, I don't want my kids to move out to, to uh, Ohio, or nothing against Ohio, but, right. you know, as far away. You I want them to close stay, by, yeah. Once they get they get vouchers or whatever in Ohio or right, Florida, right. which or Florida I don't mind because the weather would be great during the winter. <laughs> but, you know, otherwise, stay here in Jersey. But I have to, they have to be able to afford it, and that's what we're trying to do now with Teach NJS. Josh Brzezinski is the uh, New Jersey Regional Director for Teach NJS. You can go to the website at teachnjs.org. So, of course, well, before I even ask you about our call to action, which is the most important part of this conversation, are there state legislators who are not named Gary Scher who have been receptive to this whole concept? You know, as they see the community get together in, in a formal way, and that's what we're trying to do now, have a formal organization, Teach NJS. It's uniting all of the schools, at least most of the school, most of the day schools in the state, 20 to be exact, and, and you can all see the list at teachnjs.org. And if your school's not there, I would ask them why not. Uh, you know, seeing this, this united effort has, has re- opened eyebrows, and, and, and together with the federations, I should say, has really uh, brought great awareness to this project. And that's what we're trying to achieve right now. I will say, here in Hudson County, where, you, where you're located, there's a, a nice group of uh, Jewish commu- Jewish businesses that get together, the Hudson County Jewish Business uh, Coalition. Oh, yeah, I've seen emails from David Rosenberg, who right. uh, is organizing it, a wonderful young man, uh, comes from Union City. Who brought and- him to me? I think Ezra Friedlander could be brought him to me during Shiva. That's funny. Yeah, he's a he's a yeah, great kid, and a great young man, I should say. And he has really shown the leadership of the state, right. how important the Jewish community is to the financial fabric of the state. Here in Jersey City, for instance, there's a business called Fabulwood. I just mentioned that because my son-in-law wanted to be too because he works there. Mm-hmm. But you know, they they and many others here in Hudson County have have provided. I would say tens of thousands of jobs, like Kedem and other organiz- or other big companies, uh, to the to the uh, to the local community, and have paid taxes to the state of significant amount of money. They're important to the state, and our community is not just its residents, but it's our businesses as well. We we become very in, in, in what he called. A woven product, a woven fabric here in the state of New Jersey. So it's important that our legislators see this. They are seeing this. I think they're starting to realize that our community is much bigger than they thought, much more important than they thought. 
And they want to work together with us. But again, you know, working together with us is one thing. But we saw from the Iran deal, we saw from the Iran deal how many uh, congressmen and senators who we thought were very close to the community when push came to shove and they had to vote or not vote, they ended up not voting the way the community would have preferred. Right. And I think one of the reasons is because they feel safe in their seats, meaning then they're not threatened to lose their 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 role as a senator or a congressman uh, in, in an election. We have to show our our leadership. First of all, on the state level, it's a lot easier because there's smaller districts. Right. But we have to show our elected officials that you know we. We have needs, and we want you as our representatives to make sure those needs are addressed. you got to hear us, and you got to respond to us. Exactly, and that requires the community to get out and vote. Right. And that is something that we are pushing now over the next three weeks. Because voter registration deadline in New Jersey is when? Tomorrow. you serious? October 13th. Three so weeks. three weeks. You're talking about... Three, three weeks election day, but you can't even vote if you're not registered. So we're here today. Do you meet a lot of people who aren't registered? You know, you'd be surprised. People move in, especially young married couples. They're moving in here from out of state. Yeah, they have know, they no desire. They go to apartments. Right. They're not registered. You know, they should be registered. You hear it. It doesn't cost anything. One thing about voting, it's free. High school students, I have today our North Jersey field director, Ariella Novak, is in TABC in my note this morning. All right. From 12th grade class to 12th grade class, making sure that they get registration forms and uh, that they register to vote uh, because that's a, a untapped resource. You go to YU and Stern and Toro College, and all those uh, students that are not yet registered to vote. Here's an opportunity for you to make a difference. You all want to make a difference in the world. I would bet you there are big yeshivas in this state that have a lot of people who aren't registered to vote. You'd be surprised. Some of those yeshivas make sure every student votes. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but, 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 but students have to vote. It's, it's a community. Right, what does someone do right now if they've discovered or they've woken up to the fact that they're not registered to vote? What did they do? And they're a New Jersey resident. What should they do right now? And it's Monday, Columbus Day, so all yeah. the government offices are closed. Right. I would say like this. Go to teachnjs.org. That's W. Well, the, can they still do it tomorrow or not? They can sure they as long as oh, it's so. postmarked tomorrow. All right. They can go to our website, uh, email us at info at teachnjs.org. Uh, we'll just write registration info and we'll send you the uh, steps that necessary for you to register. You could do it either online or you could just print it out and mail it in. Make sure it's postmarked tomorrow. There's plenty of time today and tomorrow to do it. If you live in Bergen County, we'll send you information about that because the Bergen County Clerk's office is open late tomorrow night to make sure that uh, people mm. can register to vote. I think it's until 8 p.m. So go out there and vote. It's important. Uh, first register though. If you're right. not, if you're, if you are registered, you can relax, take it easy. You got three weeks. Unless you want to vote by mail, then you have, then we'll tell you about that. Uh, you can see that via our, our website as to how you can register by mail. This way you never have to go to the polls on election day. But otherwise, if you're not registered to vote, Today, it's your responsibility, and tomorrow, it's your responsibility to make sure you do so, not only for yourselves, but for your community, and we're asking you to do so. All right, teachnjs.org has all the information. That's really the call to action today. Anybody you know who's not registered in the state of New Jersey, get them registered between now and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The uh, election day is in three weeks. Right, November 3rd. Uh, you're not going to be making choices for anybody, correct? You're just we gonna be don't. We're a 501c3 you're, organization. You're going to encourage people, though, exactly. to, number one, have their voices heard by going to the polls, mm-hmm. and number two, if they happen to know of a candidate who might be very understanding on this issue, they might want to strongly consider putting him or her in office and voting for him and her for, for whatever position they're running for. We're just showing people that we vote. I mean, at the end of the day... 
everybody has a choice to who they want to vote for. It's a right. democracy. We're not going to tell anybody you have to vote for X, Y, or Z. But the mere fact that you go out and vote, they know who votes. They know the numbers. We've said this at this radio station and other places. Well, you just got to go do it. Right. Let them see the numbers. Let them see we're out there. And if they see we're out there, then, then they'll respect us. Otherwise, why respect us? Just because we ask for something? And well, if you want 500 bucks a student instead of 198 a student... The they, only way to accomplish that is exactly. by voting and making your voice heard. Otherwise, with the limited amount of money that the state has in its budget, just a mere $34 billion, why would they spend it on us instead of somebody else unless they understand that it's important to us and we show our importance for this by, by going out to vote? Yeah, simple as that. Yep. Josh Przanski is the New Jersey Regional Director for uh, Teach. Was that correct? New Jersey? Well, OUAC, Orthodox Yeah, New Advocacy Jersey Regional and Director. And Teach NJS. Yes. TeachNJS.org and, of course, OU Advocacy Center here in the state of New Jersey. And uh, if you want any information about registering or registering registration for a friend or relative in the state of New Jersey between today and tomorrow, and it must be done before the end of business tomorrow, whether it means by mail with a postmark or whether it means by computer, or if you'd like general information about what Teach NJS is doing in this state to try to secure even more funding for our students and to make it even more possible for a great education for our wonderful children, uh, then go to the website teachnjs.org, teachnjs.org. Did I leave anything out today? No, I think I think we, we said it all, and I appreciate the time, and hopefully the community will uh, will will do what they have to do to make it work. What was the name of the um, f- of the uh, firm that you said in Jersey City that has uh, Fabio Wood? Fabio, and do they have a cafeteria there? Just curious, a kosher cafeteria. <laughs> I'm sure, or if no? a person needs it, they'll make sure. They have a kosher cafeteria. They have food there. You're I, serious? From what I understand, that's what he told me. Yeah, fully catered. I don't know about that. <laughs> all right, Josh Brzezinski, I thank you. Thank you. Continued good luck. Let's hope a lot of people out there in the state of New Jersey register in the next 24 hours because of the uh, discussion they just heard right here at JM the AM. 29 minutes before 9 o'clock on this Erev Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM.